I love LinkedIn because I could target people I need to speak to, but it doesn't have the same ease of use as, say, Facebook. Welcome to Pipelineology, the business-to-business podcast for agencies, consultants, coaches, and businesses looking to build a pipeline of hot prospects ready to buy their products and services. Never wonder where your next client is coming from. To learn more about our strategies, services, and for resources on building your sales pipeline, visit Pipelineology.com. Now, on to the show. All right, Neville, welcome to the show. Glad you're here. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here, Gary. Well, I am excited to be talking about LinkedIn ads with you today. So I guess before we get started on that, but for anybody who's not familiar with you, can you just give a little bit of background about yourself and uh, how we how we got here? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been doing LinkedIn marketing for over three years at this point, uh, really dialed in on just B2B as you know, a common space, a few specific niches that we uh, specialize in. And, you know, for a lot of, you know, the normal basis of a LinkedIn agency is running regular marketing and, you know, uh, prospecting, which is still great and it is extremely effective. But, you know, just like with Facebook, the market is always changing. Platforms are always changing. And, um, you know, if you want to be where people are, you know, where the companies headed, like making sure LinkedIn ads are more effective. You want to be at the forefront of that. So we started just working towards LinkedIn, uh, you know, implementing a lot of strategies, testing with our own ad budgets. And we really dialed in a foolproof LinkedIn strategy that pretty much gets you speaking to qualified decision makers. And uh, Gary liked it so much, he wanted me to come on and share it with the team. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed, I am. I am excited. This is one of those topics that I am personally very interested in, as uh, I've not managed to get good results on this. So I am I am be taking notes right along with everybody else as we uh, as we talk. So I guess maybe first things first is as far as LinkedIn ads go, who who are they a good fit for? What types of companies uh, like who who should be ad who should be on the platform advertising? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, really, you know, as long as you have a high ticket service, you could be a consultant, could be in the healthcare space, insurance, construction, as long as your decision makers are on the LinkedIn platform and they're actively using LinkedIn, uh, then this should work for you. But this should not be something that you try if you have your last $2,000 uh, in your, you know, to and you'd like say throwing a Hail Mary and hoping LinkedIn ads will work for you and save your business. This is for people who are already generating leads, already generating business, and they want more and they have kind of the, the solid infrastructure to keep up with the demands and the price because LinkedIn ads is more expensive than say Facebook or Google. All right. So, so this is really a, a scaling type of strategy. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, you know, it's good. To, I actually, we introduce a lot of companies to LinkedIn ads as well. So it really comes down to budget, right? It's long, the ones who really excel with LinkedIn ads, uh, they tend to have experience with paid advertising as a whole. Maybe they've tried Facebook ads. Maybe they've tried Google. So they're already used to spending money to get back uh, money, but they do have a sitting budget. So let's assume you, you know, realistically, if you want to run a, a successful LinkedIn campaign, get enough statistical data to determine, you know, if it's a good fit for your company, you should be willing to spend at least 3000 in the first month, right? Uh, Two, 3000 in the first month. So 
if you don't have that type of budget and you know your market might not be on LinkedIn, then this might not be a good place for you to spend your money on. Okay. And I know for a lot of people, they they have kind of two impressions, maybe three of what LinkedIn ads are is that, and I think you've kind of touched on a little bit of it, is that they are an expensive platform to be on, that the ads are perhaps not as effective as others, and that it's really kind of a, a Fortune 500 type of place to play is what, so I guess which of those are true and yeah. what what's not so much? Yeah, I'll say everything. Yeah, it's not a place you want to really, you know, play around with, with your ad spend. You need to come in there with a proven idea, something that you're actually testing. As far as the Fortune 500, uh, I won't necessarily agree with that. We have clients who are pretty much two, three men, three man shows. Um, they might be a software development company, could be a company that has a software, right, as a service. So it's it's a place where you know where you would probably do organic prospecting on if it, if your strategy is working with via organic prospecting it will definitely work with paid advertising because with organic you're pretty much limited to second degree contacts um, you know if you're sending in mails out that's when you could pretty much reach out to third degree contacts but outside of that scope you're really limited to who actually responds to your message whereas when you're spending money on advertising and your market is already converting with organic, you know that if you get enough people to see your offer as they're scrolling through, it could be effective for you, right? So the ones typically, you know, people think the bigger companies are the companies that can actually play on LinkedIn because they have the budget, but uh, there's a bunch of strategies which we'll probably go into later on this call, which can help you get the lowest cost per lead and then really scale up and then have a backend infrastructure to turn them into book calls for the company. Very cool. So... One thing you had mentioned is if you already have an organic strategy and well, that's something that, I, as we know, as you know, <laughs> that's something near and dear to my heart, something I really like to do. Yeah. So let's say I have an organic strategy and it's working and I'm getting booked meetings from that. How would you tie together then um, a paid ad strategy? Would that be a good, co so how would that complement each other? How would they play off each other? How would you... I'm curious how that would how that would work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. So, I mean, really, you want to take, like I said, you want to look at what's working with organic, right? So if you're running a connection campaign, for the most part, you know, you know, they're probably focused on second degree contacts because they're most likely to accept third degree. You don't want to send them any type of connection message, but they're better off if you're going to send like an email or an email via LinkedIn, right? So pretty much what you want to do is to tie it in with paid, you want to, like, let's assume we're generating leads with paid advertising to the same market that we generated with organic, right? So what we want to do with the paid advertising strategy is instead of pushing them right to book a call, depending on your market, like your market, uh, which is similar to my market, you could probably get by with pushing them, hey, book a call to speak to someone from the team. You'll probably spend a little bit more money, but you know, you know you're going to walk into a pretty qualified call. Uh, but if that's the case for a lot of companies, and even for us, if you want to get a lower cost per lead, your strategy should be providing actual value to them, right? So similar to how you do it with organic, where I assume in the messages, you're probably looking to spread some type of value to them to show them that you guys know what you're doing before you actually get them to the call. With the pay strategy, it's a very similar process. We want to actually educate them, whether it be the form of a lead magnet, case studies, 
and then after we do that, then uh, they're nibbling on us. They know we exist. Now they're in our ecosystem, right? So they have to opt in, give us their information. Once they give us that information, you want to have your backend sequence to pretty much nurture them and push them towards booking a call, right? So, uh, and then how we tie it into the organic strategies, if since they're all coming off of the LinkedIn platform to double that, the amount of outreach that's going to them or the, the touch points that's coming to them, we'll actually send them a connection request via LinkedIn, you know, um, things like that. And when you combine all these different elements together, you're creating a, an extremely dialed in personal marketing flow where when they see it, they're like, wow, like they're seeing it from the outside looking in and they're like, I would love to have that in my business, right? So it's just taking the best of both worlds, putting them together and then uh, repackaging it up as a, yeah, as a service. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So I guess then, as you're kind of talking about that, it made me wonder, are the targeting options on the ad platform similar to what I'm going to find, say, in Sales Navigator? Uh, is it totally different? Is it uh, curious how, how my targeting options work uh, for advertising? Yeah, so great question. Uh, with Facebook advertising, you have uh, the platform. LinkedIn has worked really hard to mirror what Facebook is doing as far as the UI, uh, the interface. Um, and they've done a pretty good job. Uh, it's still clunky at places, uh, but for the most part, you could get a lot. If you have a good understanding of Facebook advertising, it won't be too much of a headache to try to you know, migrate over to LinkedIn. Now, as far as targeting goes, LinkedIn is by far the best place to target for B2B decision makers. Um, you, you, know, you can't, there's no other way around it. Like people are on LinkedIn, it's a serious minded platform. So the mindset of these users as they're scrolling through LinkedIn is completely different than the mindset of someone who's scrolling through Facebook. So that's where we're coming in and we're switching up the game, right? So with targeting, aside from targeting by the actual roles, the industries, the sizes of the companies, the years of experience, you can also target by skills, which is huge. So if you know your specific market has very specific skills, uh, then you want to actually, when you do your customer research, or if you know who exactly your ideal client is, you can target them based off of skills and it will really give you a tight group of individuals who match your criteria down to a T. So that's something you can't do with Facebook because it's really just interest-based. LinkedIn is using legit uh, what they've put on their profiles to target, which is even stronger, right? So, yeah, I mean, I would that, that would pretty much sum up as far as targeting goes. I wouldn't really... Um, I would definitely say if you're if you're trying to hit the ground running and go after B2B right off the bat, uh, you might spend a little bit more, but you're going to get a qualified call, qualified leads to come in. LinkedIn would be the place to go because as far as targeting goes, you get a bunch of junk if you try to focus on interest with Facebook. So I guess that probably leads to my next question then is say, uh, since, you know, for a lot of us, Facebook is kind of the you know, the 900 pound gorilla in the room yeah. compared to, to LinkedIn, what, what are the benefits? I know you've kind of mentioned this, this is where if I want to reach B2B decision makers, that's, uh, you know, this LinkedIn is my place to be. Um, what, what else should I kind of expect to see? Like in terms of what, what, what does LinkedIn bring to the table? It's better than say Facebook. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it would just be the qualified prospects, right? I mean, if we're talking, like, I love Facebook. Don't get me wrong. We advertise on Facebook, too. Um, 
the whole goal is you want to get as much high quality traffic off of LinkedIn onto your pixels. Then you want to create lookalike audiences to market to them on Facebook, where you'll be able to get the leads at an even cheaper cost per lead, right? Or cost per result. Uh, but LinkedIn ads, why I love it so much is because people, like I said, the targeting is so dialed in that the same exact targeting that you use with Sales Navigator, you thought Sales Navigator was powerful. And then you go to LinkedIn and then you have additional things that you can filter people by. Um, it completely changes the scope. You know 100% you're dealing with the same exact people you're looking for. And it still has some of the same features as Facebook where you can put custom audiences together. Um, it could, you create matched audiences. Their lookalike audiences are not as great. Um, they're, you know, with Facebook, you are looking at bidding strategies as far as it'll optimize for the lowest cost per lead or cost per, you know, click or whatever the case is. With LinkedIn, it's different where you can't trust LinkedIn to spend your money with your best interest in mind. So it's going to, you know, it'll average out to look like it's doing a good job, but you might get one click for $8, another click for $30, and then another click for 12 then it'll look like it's averaging out that you're getting your best cost when you're better off actually focusing on manual bidding just so that, you know, you could really control that. So there's, there's just a bunch of little things. I won't necessarily say I love LinkedIn for it. They're definitely working. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. That was a hard question. You Facebook. I love Facebook because it's easy, but I don't like Facebook because I can't target the people I need to speak to. I love LinkedIn because I can target the people I need to speak to, but it doesn't have the same ease of use as say Facebook. I gotcha. Yeah. So I guess then what are the formats that ad formats that they have? Is it is it again similar to Facebook where I can run in the in the newsfeed and run lead form ads, or is it a totally different animal? Yeah, so you could do a bunch of and pretty much there's uh, they call it on LinkedIn, they call it sponsored content. And that's pretty much the same as running it on the feeds. They do have uh, additional things. They call them text ads. Those are the things that show up on the top display. Um, so I know, I'm sure you've probably seen those on your LinkedIn where it's like, it's just a text and it's an ad at the same time. Then uh, similar to Facebook, which has its right column, we have something similar on LinkedIn as well. It'll, it will show your ads on the right column. Um, and they do also incorporate lead forms. So similar to how you can do it on Facebook where someone clicks in, then automatically it'll pre-populate pre the information. It's exactly what uh, LinkedIn does for us as well. And I would actually highly recommend doing something like that versus trying to push them right into a landing page because you know people are on the platform, very serious-minded people, and they really don't like to mess around. So the easier it is for them to get their content and to get what they're looking for and for you to get what you're looking for, the better for everyone. And lead forms is definitely the way to go video ads as well you could run sponsored content in messages so like it's they don't call them in mail messages anymore they call them sponsored messages and it's like they're great because you can get right into their inbox uh and start the conversation and it's similar to say like a chatbot where they can click yes or no or whatever the case is and it'll sequence whatever the next step is um so there's a lot of cool cool ways to leverage its ads formats on LinkedIn and it definitely mirrors some of the things that you could do with Facebook, but not exactly because LinkedIn has its own unique uh, 
uh, selling points with the messages that you could send out, uh, the text ads, and then um, pretty much those emails as well, right? Very cool. So if there were, if there was one where you said, if you're going to try this, here's the one format I would say, do this one first. Is there one you would pick? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll, I'll, um, the number I'll give you two. So the first, you want to come in and really test to see if your market is responsive on LinkedIn ads, run sponsored content images to lead forms. So you want to run a lead form ad type with sponsored content image. So what that, what that is, is pretty much they're scrolling through LinkedIn. They see your ad telling them to check out this lead magnet or this guide or whatever. They click it in order for them to get it. It's going to pop up the lead form, which they're with their information already in it. They click submit. You get the content. You, they get the content via email. You get their information. You should have some type of a backend nurture sequence in place to push them forward and get them to the point of actually booking a call. You also will have their phone number if you set it up right. It's where you can actually give them a call as well to follow up on that lead magnet and then pretty much bridge it into a consultation. Uh, that's the number one thing. That, that's actually literally what we do for our clients. But then from there, the second thing I'd recommend if you really want to test the waters is text ads. So text ads are extremely cheap. They're the cheapest thing to run on LinkedIn. The reason being is because not a lot of people click on it and it's only focused on desktop users. So if they are on their desktop and they do see your text ad that's showing on the top uh, and they click on it and it converts, you're going to get that at a really low cost per lead. And um, yeah, it's the, those would be the top two. And then, yeah, I would say start with that. The video ads, if you know, people were like, oh, Facebook is great for video. I'm able to get leads. And even with LinkedIn, complete different ballgame. You're going to be spending a ridiculous amount of money with video. As long as you have the budget, by all means, go for it. If not, definitely focus on sponsored content, get a proof of concept. Then you can look at, you know, testing the other sides of the actual uh, formats. That is, that is some, some golden nuggets there. So as far as offers, I know you've kind of said a few different ways where you could say you can go direct to, you know, trying to get them on the phone versus delivering some type of, uh, I think you said like white papers or case studies or, or webinars. Is there a certain type of, offer you said like if i'm going to run these sponsored content pieces what types of offers do you find perform pretty well for your clients yeah so uh we really run two two specific types right one will be the content piece right when we say lead magnet uh that could range between a few different things it could be a case study a really strong case study industry specific case study it could be uh, a guide a report a checklist uh, anything that partially solves the problem or can highlight some of the problems that that specific market is dealing with and present them with actual actionable steps that they can take or a visual representation of what it will look like for them to solve that in their business. Um, you know, that's golden. Because people are on LinkedIn to consume content and to get better with their businesses. So if you show up as an ad and you're not just trying to sell to them, but you're actually providing value and showing them that you know what you're doing, um, it completely changes the scope. They're going to know, like, and trust you. They're going to have an idea of who your brand is, what you guys do. And now they're in a better place. Now that we've got their information, we can now service them uh, conversion ads, which is what we like to call them. So conversion ads are the types of ads that now, now that they know you exist, now you can actually send them an ad saying, hey, 
you know, book a call, a free consultation or whatever the case is to, to solve whatever problem it is. Now, you know, that's pretty much we're retargeting all the ones who come in with conversion ads to push them to your calendar to book a call, right? So that's going to allow you to get people to convert at an even cheaper cost. And that's going to allow you to get people in the funnel, get people to know your business, get people in your ecosystem at an even lower cost, right? So the average on LinkedIn, if you know, you're know you spending money on ads, realistically, the average company is probably generating leads at about 80 to $150 a lead, right? If you're, you switch it up and you do it the way that we just talked about right now, you could get your lead cost down all the way to like $15, $20 a lead. And then pretty much, you know, run the, the backend nurture sequences, have all the scripts dialed in, have all those backend pieces that allow you to turn those extremely high quality leads that you're getting at a really cheap price into actual book calls, into actual sales, right? So that's why I say you don't want to, LinkedIn ads is not something you want to get into if you, there's no infrastructure on the back end to accommodate, you know, all the moving pieces. Um, if you want to get a profitable ROI, this is not something you do if you, you have, a, you know, a, a business, you don't really have a sales process, you don't have a CRM, you don't have your own nurture sequence. Uh, you don't, if people don't book a call, you don't know what to do at that point, then LinkedIn ads will not be for you. Very cool. Do you, do you find that LinkedIn ads scale pretty well? Do they, can they grow pretty quick, easily, or is that a pretty tricky thing? So, um, it really depends, right? So. It really depends. It's just like Facebook, where at a certain point, your ads will exhaust and you're going to have to refresh your creatives. Um, but with LinkedIn ads as well, it's also, it, it can scale really well. Where Facebook is different is, let's say you have an ad, you're spending $50 on that ad set and it's performing well and you want to scale it up. Uh, there's so much conflicting information, what you should do, whether you should raise it by 30 to 50%. Uh, you know, every two, three days, or if you should just duplicate it and then set it up at, at a higher budget. But with LinkedIn, you can actually go right in and just raise the budget and it's not going to mess up the results, right? Which is golden. So you, you don't have to worry about messing anything up. Um, and then if you are going to raise the bid or the budget, if you raise it up by 35%, we found is the absolute sweet spot. 35% increments, I think that's what LinkedIn optimizes for. I've seen it on so many different, um, I guess, parts of LinkedIn's, when LinkedIn's talking about what you should do, and then also, you know, oh, your ad will only show the X amount of people. That number tends to be thrown out a lot, and we actually tested it with a bunch of our clients. And if you want to scale correctly on LinkedIn and you want to raise your budget on LinkedIn, you should also look to raise, at the same time you raise that budget, you want to raise your bid by 30, 35% to allow you to continue to get the most clicks at the lowest cost and then ultimately more leads. Oh, this is this is some awesome stuff you're sharing. I keep jotting down notes here. <laughs> what what else what else should I be asking you? What what haven't I asked yet that you say? Yeah. Gary, Gary, um, Gary, I gotta tell you about this. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean I wouldn't I, I would just I'm I'm surprised. I don't know. I don't know. I think LinkedIn ads is, is one of those things that just has this huge misconception around it's how much it costs, it's expensive, it's not gonna work for me, but um, it, it really can work for you, right? Especially if you have a high ticket service. So if you're a consultant, if you're a coach, or if you're, you know, let's say you have this expensive product or an, an IT company or whatever the case is where an average client is worth a lot more to you, you can afford to spend 
more. So even if let's say you spend 5,000 in one month on LinkedIn ads and you only get, you know, two clients out of it, you should be making an ROI on it regardless, right? So this is not something for B2C. Um, if you have a B2C model, this won't, I, I would recommend just getting on Facebook on that. Um, but I mean, though, that's pretty much it. I don't know. I, I'm so, I don't know. I would say <laughs> as long, yeah. Well, this yeah. is uh, this has been been some really good stuff. So, for people who are interested, they want to learn a little bit more about this. Uh, is there a place we should uh, we should send them to uh, to learn more about oh, your services? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, uh, I don't know how we're going to do this, but I wanted to link them with a free LinkedIn ads training, uh, which I guess I could send you the link on that. It'll be we call it our RBM formula. So, rbmformula.com. Um, you can go there and you'll actually learn the full strategy uh, between our LinkedIn organic strategy and how we tie it into LinkedIn paid advertising and how you can make it work in your business too. Well, that is awesome. Yeah, we will. I'll make sure I definitely get that link from you so we can share it in the show notes for anybody who's who's interested. So that'll be on pipelineology.com on the show notes for this episode. Uh, anything else? Anything else that people should uh, should know if they want to reach out to you? Uh, is that the best way to to get in touch? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you want to reach out, uh, you would just go to NOIDigital.com. We've got a bunch of ways for you to book a call with someone from the team. And um, pretty much we're going to work together, put together a plan, actually show you some of the strategies, uh, get on a demo Zoom call and walk you through step by step the types of things we'll be looking to change with your presence on LinkedIn, uh, the strategy around how we're going to actually generate the leads, the different facets of it then you can decide if it's something, you know, you think your company is ready for. But as long as you have a proven product, you have a proven market, you have a sales process already, and you're looking for a way to generate more opportunities with those hard to reach decision makers. And if those decision makers are on the LinkedIn platform, then this can work for you. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm sure we could definitely work something out. Well, I mean, that's pretty much all I've got for it. And yeah, I mean, aside from it, if you're going to go out and test it alone, uh, my number one tip of advice on that note, do not do automatic bidding. If you want to burn your money and you do automatic bidding, if you want to you know, be smart with it, start with the lowest cost per bid and then raise your way up. You can get your bid at the lowest cost. You're going to be golden. If you spend more, if you let it do automatic, it's going to burn your money and you're going to have that, you know, idea that LinkedIn ads isn't working for you when it actually does work. You just have to be more hands-on with it. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for, for sharing all this stuff. I feel like I, I learned a ton about how to actually make this work. Yeah. And you said uh, NOI Digital, is that the, the website? Yep. If they want to get in touch with you. All right, yep. we will definitely put that in the show notes. We'll put that resource in the show notes. Neville, thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate you joining me today. Yeah, Gary, it was a pleasure, man. Uh, I look forward to, you know, continuing to see the episodes build. You've got an amazing uh, podcast here, and I'm, 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 I'm definitely humbled to be a guest on the show. So thank you. Well, my pleasure. I'm glad to, glad to have you. And we'll, we'll probably have to get you on again in the future sometime, talk more yeah, about yeah. some of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. All right. All right. Sounds good. Take care, Neville. Thanks for coming on. No problem. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pipelineology podcast. 
We hope you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to seeing you on the next one. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider giving us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you.